There's a place here at the table Your coats go by the door You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor I hope you wore elastic Cause your waistband's gonna get tight Take times done we're having A night <sighs> Cheers Cheers, that was less satisfying than I thought it really was satisfying It's kind of tinny Exactly, but that sounds nice That's like belly Oh. <laughs> We're back. It's been two weeks. Has it been three weeks? Two it's weeks. It's been two weeks. Two weeks. It's been two weeks. Two fun-filled, very busy weeks. Yeah, well, you did some traveling. I did a lot of traveling. The kind of traveling where I was so happy to get home, I almost cried when I walked in my apartment. Wow. Just, you know, when you've been in... It's too many places. I don't know if I've ever felt that. Really? To be honest. You know, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I'm one of those people who's like, the best part of a trip is coming home. Like, I love coming home after a trip. I've, I've, I don't know. I'm always like, I could stay another week. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm almost like, as soon as the end is in sight, I'm like, maybe we could leave early. Really? Yeah. Oh, fully. I think I inherited it from my parents who are both like... I don't think my dad's ever gone on a trip and not come home early, except wow. for our Germany trip. Like, he always comes home early and, like, gets very frantic about it. Oh, God. Like, has to change the flight that day. I don't, I can't deal with that energy if I'm on that trip. Yeah, it's a lot. I will not be doing that when we're in Italy, I promise. Okay. Guys, we're going to Italy. And we're going to Prague to see our amazing friend Chris Geary because he's there shooting a vampire show. That our other friends made. It's really exciting. Yeah. I've also never been to Prague. Me neither. If any of you guys have hot prog tips, if you've got hot, hot proggers, <laughs> um, oh my god! Okay, well, it's my week to ask the question. Yes. Okay. The new having a night. What kind of night have you had? Mm-hmm. Which never worked. Okay. What? What? This over the past two weeks. What was your <laughs> artichoke heart, and what was your artichoke spice uh, spiky leaf? Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. What was mm-hmm. the heart? What was the leaf? Um, what was the heart? What was the, yeah, spiky leaf? What's the outer leaf? You know? Yeah. I actually think that's called the, or well, the inside part is called the choke. Oh. The part that's like fuzzy is called the choke. Oh. Yeah. Like the, that's like hairy. Yes, exactly. That you have to take off. Yes. Okay. I went to a, I went to a restaurant that was serving artichoke and they didn't take that part off. Grilled artichoke. Like, they grilled the heart, and then they served the leaves. And I was like, this is not... And I was eating Which, like, people, they served it like the heart was separate from the leaves. And it had the choke on it. And I was that's, like... And people I was with didn't know, and they were, like, chewing chewing no, and chewing. And I was no. like, guys, you can't... That's like chewing a bunch of veg, vegetal hair. Yes, and it is truly hairy. It's yeah. like... It's like, um... It's like, like a lot of nose hair. Ugh. <laughs> and like, it's like you just chew it forever. It's not going to yes. break down. Yeah. Fiber in the, in the most pure sense. I did go out for dinner with somebody and she had never eaten a full artichoke and she ate the leaves, like just was fully like chomping on oh. the leaves. It was like, why aren't they disintegrating? Oh God. I know. Well, it is such a strange vegetable. It's like, okay, these ones, you sort of like tea them. Yeah. You know, wait, what's that word of like, it is. like pull it's with like, your teeth? Yeah, yeah. Like, 
What, there, I bet there's a German, a great German word for yeah, it. Yeah, there probably is. Yeah, it's like you gotta scrape it. Yes, exactly right. These you scrape with your teeth. Then, then you like get further in, and it's like, oh, you can eat these leaves whole, but watch out because there's a spike on the end. Yep. And, but the part that you can eat is like getting more and more like meaty and soft. Yes, I know. I love that when you get to the inner part, and they're oh so my sweet. God. I think it's important to serve artichokes to, your, to children so they know how to eat them. Yeah, I totally agree. If you're in a place that has artichokes, but so many places don't grow them. Is that true? No I'm just idea. saying that like I have, I have not a fucking clue. But every time I go to a Hillstones or a Hillstones adjacent, they're like, and this week we have in the California artichokes. They're very special. I think it's like they get them from some special farm. Oh, that's good. Just simply grilled. Oh, with butter. So good. Do you go butter or hollandaise? Butter. Yeah, me too. But you know I I do a hollandaise. Why why wouldn't I? Of course I would. Ooh, a nice piece of white fish with a hollandaise. Mm. Mm. Okay. My heart... Mm was, I feel really cheesy saying this, and it's so fucking predictable, but we went to Mexico City, and our first meal off the plane was this taco stand called Don Juan, and they were unbelievable. We were staying in, like, the border of Condesa and Roma, and I, I hate when people are like, yeah, I went to such and such, we just, like, had street food, and it was, it's just, like, so much better than the high-end stuff. It's like, yes. So I feel like a douchebag saying that, but it really was the best meal that we had all trip. Yeah. Like, kind of by far. Mm. Um, so that was pretty extraordinary. We also had a meal at this place called Contramar. Wait, wait, wait. I need more scene setting. Okay, okay. What you're kind right, of... Right. Okay. <laughs> what flavor? You walk up. It's on a corner. Uh-huh. Harry and I embarrassingly speak basically no Spanish, so mm-hmm. I had to Google every type of meat that they were serving on the tacos before we fully went in, because I would obviously have been embarrassed to google while in the restaurant not really a restaurant some standing tables outside under umbrellas it was pouring rain when we got there we ran through the rain very Mm -hmm. exciting love that but i was seeing people who were getting a very melty cheese taco which of course made me very excited so i think i got um a skirt steak taco it was skirt steak but on top of melted cheese so it's like they take two flour tortillas melt cheese on it and then they have just a gigantic wooden picture like a a wooden slab a round wooden slab that's Mm -hmm. like six inches tall and Mm -hmm. each Mm -hmm. piece of meat they just take slap it on there and then like chop 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 Uh oh my god i'm so jealous right so the whole thing is just like full of different animal fat so that and then of course with a bunch of cilantro and white onion uh, onion thank you then there's like there was like a whole array of salsas behind us also, I can't stand going to a place like that with somebody who's like, I think those salsas have been sitting out for a while. Who like, are, okay. why, no, you're, <laughs> you, just you don't get know on those board. people anymore. I do know them, I just don't travel with them. Right. Yeah, yeah, but you know, sometimes it happens. Oh, yeah. Gotta go with people who are game, who don't look at that and say, I don't want to get stomach food poisoning. And you say, yeah, all these local people are all dead. Exactly. It's a zombie town. Exactly. <laughs> they killed <laughs> them all. Is this is <laughs> Salsa killed them all. Famous for it. Um... So I did that one, and then I did a pork one, which was also unbelievable. And then I also got a quesadilla, because I was like, I need to see just the cheese pull. Just the the ooze. Oh, my God. It was so fucking good. I love got Mexican cheeses so much. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fucking good. Oh, um, God damn. <laughs> on a little, served on like a, oh, I love those. We never talk about this. Okay. Red wafer plate it's like the perfect thing to serve a waffle fry in it's like okay 
It's a red. It's not a bowl and okay. it's not a plate. Okay. And it's like a grate. Plastic, flat bottom. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like a usually boat. there's a piece of paper. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There was a piece of paper. It's Harry like you might get a hot dog in there. Yeah, you with could get some a chips. hot dog, you could get some chips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, the hot dog with the chips in the bag. In, nestled in next to it. Mm-hmm. So served in one of those. Anyway, it was just great. And they didn't shame us for not uh, speaking good Spanish, which was nice. I was. It felt like a very local place where they could sort of give you the stink eye, but they didn't, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Um, that is one thing I... Just traveling to a, a country where I don't speak the language, which is a surprise, every country, <laughs> pretty much. Um, I, I can't get over my own humiliation. I was, well, this is what I was experiencing was I was like, I, so the other times that I've been to Mexico, I've been with my friend Rebecca. She speaks very good Spanish. And I hadn't reckoned with like how inappropriate it actually is to go to a country and not have any phrases under your belt. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously I have the basic basics, but like, I should have just looked at a Spanish phrase book or like gone on Duolingo for a week before. I mean, you had time on the plane. I know. And it's like, it weirdly just didn't occur to me. Sure. And so suddenly then Harry and I are there and I'm like looking at him like, so? And he's yeah. looking at me like, so? <laughs> Neither of us speak any Spanish. Yeah. So it was a good lesson of like, I don't, I never want to be that tourist who just, doesn't make an effort and I felt like I kind of I really was this trip mm. but you know maybe that was my thorny choke my thorny leaf hairy choke my hairy choke I mean it, I, it should be a food item so oh right right right, right. oh sorry okay god I got it got it oh god well I've got a food item it's not pretty um we stayed at a place where I'm pretty sure that they gave us guacamole that came from like oh, a squeezy bag. Yeah. When the texture is that um, pure. Yeah. And it's like, yes, you see what is ostensibly a tomato, but really it feels like just a piece of tomato skin. And there's a particular tang that comes with it, which yep. I think is just citric acid. Yep. Or ascorbic acid. One exactly. of those. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's an acid of some kind. Yep. That is a preservative. Mm. And I'm, that is really not acceptable. If you're, if you're in Mexico and you don't have access to avocados, maybe just don't make it. I, just like, and it was also a place that very much catered to white people who are coming from, like, very much catered to American people. I'm shocked. And appalled. Yeah. Oh, I was very shocked. Yeah. And then it's it's very hard to enjoy it where you're like, well, I see the bag that this came out of in my head. And also that flavor, it's unmistakable. You're never like, mm-hmm. is it from a bag? Right. It's from a bag. It's from a bag. It's if from a bag. If, if you're questioning whether or not it's from a bag, it's from a bag. it is. Yeah. Because it tastes like, <laughs> are there even avocados in here? I'm not sure. Exactly. Not sure. It's very bright green. Well, and I do wonder, like, what do you think they do? Okay, here's what I think. I think it is avocado as the base. And then I think they add some like crazy flavoring. So I think they don't give a shit about whether the avocados are ripe, too ripe, or not ripe at all. They just kind of chuck them in. Or maybe they're like, you know, there are so many different strains of avocado that most people don't know about. You know, I'm, our friends listening in California are like, yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe it's some other kind that's not like a Haas. It's not as like creamy and delicious. Right. But like it's always right. It like gets riper faster. I love this theory. I have no idea. Uh, hello. And then I think they must put in like a ton of uh, like onion powder. Ugh. It's, it's kind of, it's weird. almost like homogenized and creamy, but also a little bit gritty. Yes. There's you know like what a I certain mean? thing to it. Yeah. 
And you're right about that. Are those tomato skins? I don't know. They're just like red little cubes in there. Yes, exactly. Flat little red yeah. things. Yes, right. Oh my God, I hate that stuff. Yeah, so that was definitely a low for me. Um, but hey, you win some, you lose some. I was at a really good bean and cheese burrito in Sayulita. God. Ugh. Bean and cheese in a flour tortilla? Do you wow. even need anything else? Not sure. I mean, oh. it's so, it really is. I could have had actually some rice inside. That's what I was missing. Yeah. But, but it was fine. It was like a little baby burrito. It was like oh. very um, thin, but long. I really do. Shout out. To, I hate that I just said shout out. What do I think? Who do I, I think like I am? We definitely hey, say we shout say out. Like, yeah, I we do. I know. <laughs> so many years and we still are like uh, doing this weird no performance of ourselves. I don't say that in real life. Do I? I don't think you do, but I, it does feel very podcasty to say shout out to. Kill me right now. Anyway, what should we say instead of shout out? I'd, I'd say raise a glass. Let's raise a glass to burritos. It's been too long. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck, I want a burrito tonight. Yeah. We have too. a dinner plan, but our friend just got in from Thailand. Mm. So I'm like, she's going to be so jet lagged. She'll be asleep by the time it's time for dinner. So maybe here and I can go get burritos after. Are you supposed to have dinner with her after the show? We're seeing a show tonight. Okay. And then we have a reservation for after the show. But I am like, well, she has 12 hours jet lagged. Are you an after the show dinner person or a before the show dinner person? Okay. Before the show, I think there is never enough time. It's like, I, if we're seeing a show, I basically want to get to dinner at 4.30 in order to have enough time before the show. Yeah. Yeah. I want to eat everything I want to eat. I want to drink everything I want to eat. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm an after. You're obviously after. I, yeah. I got to be after. Yeah. I mean, you like want to eat at midnight. That's correct. But I also really want to discuss what I just saw. You know? Yes. I hate being like, okay, so that was... Did you guys like it? Bye. I know. It's like we have the walk to the subway together to discuss. And I'm like, it's I need to enough. sit down and really go full critic. Yeah. Here. Exactly. I want, a, I want a real debrief. And I, I love a really late dinner. I just hate when people are like, but it's a school night. I, I hate that people still use that phrase. If you don't have kids, you shouldn't be using the phrase, it's a school night. You just say, I have work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was your heart and what was your... Oh my home? God. I'm like, have been, I've had so many spiky leaves. Really? The past two weeks. Oh. I'm like, what the hell was my heart? You can start with the spiky leaf if you want. My spiky leaf, I will, there have been so many, how can I choose? But I will, um, last night, last night? Yep, last night, very disappointing meal I made for myself. I was just like, I don't want to spend money, I'm just going to make whatever we have. Turns out we had basically nothing. And I had a pack of like frozen cauliflower rice. Okay. And there was some chicken left, and I, um... I just think the cauliflower rice, I'm just over it. I never did it. I never got into it. I know Chris Geary was really into it for a long time. He swore by it. There's some... I don't know if it's the brand or the... I just think every now and then it's... Not every now and then. Most of the time, it's just not good. Do you think it's good if you make it yourself with a head of cauliflower? No. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because it's the problem with cauliflower is like, it's a very waterlogged vegetable. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, you buy it frozen because the not only is the cooking time longer, I think, but just also making it, like breaking it down yeah. is 
not only a fucking mess, you have like cauliflower little tiny balls like rolling all over. Yeah. Yeah. And it sticks to your Cuisinart, the chopper, the food processor. It's like, you know, that annoys me. I get so OCD about like scraping everything out of there. And then it's just, it's so stinky. Like whizzing up a cauliflower is like the the cruciferousness of it is like sulfuric almost. It's really, really stinky. And then I'm, you just have to cook it a lot and it gets water. And so, yeah, yeah, it just tasted like a bowl of mush. And oh. I was like, I hate my life. Um, but I did start the Hillsong documentary as I was watching. And that was great fun. Well, that's good. Okay, so that was, a, that was, that was thorny. A, that was thorny. Do you thorny. think, now, what did you use to cook it? What, like, what oil did you use? I just used some olive oil. Yeah, because sometimes with cauliflower rice, I'm like... If you go coconut oil and turmeric and like some cumin and you mm. cook it for long enough, mm-hmm. it's like, but it's like, how do you stop it from becoming cauliflower mash? Yeah. Because remember Hugh Kitchen? They had a cauliflower mash. I mean, it was delicious, but it was also like, I felt ill after because they clearly put four tablespoons of coconut oil and everything. Um, but I feel like if you maybe go with different flavors, maybe it's yummier. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I think it might might also have to do with... Oh, okay. Are you ready? This oh, is yeah, I'm ready. something I'm very into these days. The size and like height ratio of pans. And also the material of the pan. Because mm. I used a very, very wide non-stick that had like a pretty like a two inch lip i don't even know what kind of pan that is i'm kind of like throw it out like I hate a saute it. pan no yeah but it was f- flat bottomed yeah so not like a typical pan that's like you know kind of curved oh. like a flat circle and almost like a cake pan yes oh so you know i have I mean? one of those i think that's that's a, just like a frying i wonder yeah. what the difference i mean yeah we have a food podcast that's hilarious what's the difference between a saute pan and a frying pan we never said we I knew anything it's like it's true we always said we are what do we say novices we are non-professionals see yes um shout out to the non-professionals um <laughs> i think it's a, like a frying pan okay there's a sauce pan Saute pan, mm-hmm. frying pan. Maybe it's a frying pan, but it's non-stick, and you're not supposed to fry a non-stick. I don't know what it's for or why we like, have it. Are you really not supposed to fry a non-stick? Like, what does yeah, that even mean? Yeah, it's too hot. You don't what want to like blast heat on it because it will degrade whatever cancer um, has chemicals on it. Jesus. I went to buy a non-stick recently. I finally got rid of the pan that I had been. I got rid of a pan that I had been carrying with me for don't over ten it. years. No. What? Non-stick for ten. Yes, and you, you know why I got rid of it. Year. Okay, do you know why I got rid of it? Because it fucking it was it was literally coming off on eggs. I was like seeing black specks in my oh. eggs, and I was like, well, this doesn't look very promising. But then give the PSA because I didn't know this. You are su- you you are supposed to replace non-stick pans once a year, and that's why they're cheaper than other pans. Whoa. Okay, then I have to get rid of my other frying pan because. I have like a small egg one that I've had. I, I, Get rid of it. Now I've mostly been using. Um, that's hilarious. I also have to tell that to my dad because he definitely has no idea. Um, he, I have been using my lodges a lot more because I have three you sizes, and I think now they're like pretty well seasoned. And they're they totally work. It's like yeah, I don't need it to right. like I don't need the egg to slide out of the pan. I but know. I think the slide is what gets everybody. It's like wait, wasn't there? Remember there was like an infomercial. Okay, it was a guy. With like a, it was like copper tone, but it was definitely 
nonstick, and it was a square pan. And he would like mm-hmm. cook everything mm-hmm. in it, and then everything was just like slide on off. Yeah, and it was like no oil. Like you don't need to <gasps> use any oil. Oh my We're god! Like, just spray water. Oh my god! I want to. <laughs> part of me wants to own like every monkey thing that had its own yeah. like infomercial. Have you ever bought anything from an infomercial? Like called up the television? I've never bought anything off TV. Wow! Wow! Sign of the times. Although that we very much grew up with that. Totally. It's like late night, you get home from like a party in high school and you'd be like, what's on? Nothing. But it was so fun to watch. What's his name? Billy? Can't remember. I can't even remember what. Definitely. Balls? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he was like the infomercial guy. Yeah. Not Billy Blanks. I think that's the guy who did Typo. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. I was My godmother the other day, we were together and she was like, oh, I had a Typo obsession. I did it every single day for 20 years. Oh my God. Like. She was she was like, I would go on vacation and I would come home early because I had missed Tybo. Oh, she like went to a, a class? Yes, yes, with Billy. Oh my God. Yeah, in the valley. Well, that's the huge. Valley. Yeah, it's huge. We, we know someone who knew Billy Blanks. Knows oh Billy God. Blanks. At, my, at the theater camp that I went to growing up, uh, one, like, you did, you know, acting and singing and dancing in the morning and then in the afternoon you could have like a couple of like electives. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. One of them was just Tybo, where they would just like put in the VHS tape. Like, such I mean, a theater camp thing. Of, basically, like, what we did our, to work out. our summer that we were the summer that we became friends, we did Jillian Michaels, which like I would do again. Yeah, I would do it with three other friends again. Sure, in I'm a like barn, the, when in we the go Berkshires. to Italy, what should we like? Are we going to institute? Okay, maybe we should talk about this now about. Because when I go on vacation, I don't work out. Same. I just walk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Oh, we'll no. I've never... Like, what am I going to do? Like, do some kind of weights? I'll probably well, just... But but there are those people who are... You see them at breakfast, and they're like, yeah, up and up since six. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing? I just, like, went to the gym for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> you did what? Yeah. I mean, there is no gym, so you won't be doing that. Well, but exactly. Like... Sometimes if there is a gym, I'll, I'll go. But mostly that's to, like see a fancy gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I'm staying at a nice hotel and there's a nice gym and yeah. like a nice What flavor spa. are the towels? Eucalyptus? <gasps> lavender? Oh my rose? God. Love that. And you can use so many towels. Um, okay. Well, I'm glad to know we're both comfortable with not working out on this vacation. Because that it also gives me anxiety. When Harry and I were in Greece, mm-hmm. we went to Greece last year for one of my friend's weddings. It was so beautiful. And all of the Americans would like wake up every single morning to fucking go for a long ass run. And Harry and I would, we're like lying on the beach and we're seeing these people whiz by and we're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you're supposed to be drunk. It's 11 a.m. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you should be like, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I might, I'm, don't see, I don't do actually think that Chris. is kind of you. Yeah, but we won't, we don't do it in the morning. Like, we'll do it at some random hour. That's even worse. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. You won't even notice. I won't notice. But it's uh, the reason why I say it is because it just makes me feel bad. It makes don't me feel let it guilty. make you. F- don't. Oh my God. No. Oh, of course. It makes me be like, oh, I'm like sitting here just eating and drinking. I must be getting fat or something. No, I think it makes probably zero difference. It's just f- for uh, like my sanity. Yeah. Because then if I have the impulse to do it, and then I don't do it. It's the punishment that I that is self-imposed that is unbearable. Mm. So it's like sometimes I go on vacation. I'm really good about like not even tempting myself. But as soon right. as the little guy in my brain goes, "Ari, you should go on a run," I go, "Fuck." Oh, I'm supposed, fuck to, be, you. I'm supposed to be running this whole time. I, yeah. Or like, oh well, I thought of it, so I probably should have done it. 
But if I'm just, I'm pretty good usually about being like, no, I'm on vacation. I'm just yeah. going to walk and relax. And <laughs> don't you have this, I'm always like, my, I'm going to be so relaxed and happy. My cortisol is going to be so low that like, I'm just going to be digesting foods and actually losing weight because oh, I'm I, on vacation and I'm happy. I never think about the cortisol element of it. I mean, that's a very Ari thing. Hold on, wait. I want to also turn off the video because I'm like, that's probably enough for us to get something fun from, right? Yes. Um, I feel like that's very Ari to like actually think about the true hormone and like the reason why a person would be gaining or losing weight. Mm -hmm. Like the cortisol thing would not occur to me, but I'm also never, I've never, those people who are like, I go to Europe and I lose weight. That's never once happened to me. Cause I think I'm also like a glutton where I just eat so much that it's like, well, no. well, no. sorry. No. <laughs> cortisol or not. No, 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 no. I've, I've never seen you return from a trip and be like, what happened? I don't think it's ever... I remember my, my friend going on her honeymoon and coming back and being like, I mean, we we did we did nothing. We ate so much. I gained three pounds. And my other friend was like, oh, when I went on my honeymoon, I gained 15 pounds. That is legendary. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I understand where that comes from. So, so then you come home and like you live your regular life. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't you know, matter. Like, it doesn't. It, it's the not, it's not weight that is good. permanent. Exactly. But while I you're think on vacation. There's, right. Feeling good while you're on vacation. But sometimes there is the tension with your clothes. Which is why I then, I'm like, one must pack. I know. Just a sack. This is something. Nice sack. Yep. It's going to be a lot of sack dresses for me. Yeah. That's the problem with vacation clothes. Because you're like, oh, I'm going to wear, bring all of my sexy summery clothes. Oh. And uh, then you're like, oh. Sexy, sexy summary shorts weren't anticipating the five-course pasta meal I had last night. Exactly. And yeah. I think that, to me, is, like, one of the things that I would like to figure out as I get older is, like, how to maintain the feeling of sexiness while your body might feel like it's just, like it's bursting out of your clothes, which, well, which is why you bring the sack dress. Great. But also the sack dress on my frame, not a good look. Yeah. I mean, in fact, a very bad look. It's not a bad look, but I totally get what you mean. It's like you got, when you have a, you, an incredible waist, you know, it's like you got to show it. You well, got to, I think, is there a, yeah, it's, and it's hard when you've got curves. Boobs, well, when you have boobs, yeah, the problem is it hangs down. Mm -hmm. So it looks like your entire body is that it's width. Just, it's just that width. Exactly. It's that width, which is a crazy thing. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, and, but from the side, right. it's not. No, right. it's all the boobs really make it problematic. Exactly. But I think maybe a, I do think there's a sack dress that we can find that like even belted is still like kind of loose enough yeah. that like it's not like or skin the, tight. It's right. more A-line. Or the point is like it's a belt so you can, the belt can go at different yes. tightnesses. It has different holes. Yes, holes. That's the word I was looking for. Yes, I'm with you. We had said years ago like, I remember talking about this. Like, why don't we ever go shopping when we're feeling like shit? I know. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. It's like, well, I need to, yeah. I can't have all my clothes be in the clothes that I bought when I was feeling fit. Exactly. Yeah, I feel hot today. I'm going to mm -hmm. go shopping. <clears throat> That's the worst thing you could do. Truly the worst thing you can do. And also, then you're in the dressing room and you're like, and I don't feel hot anymore. Thanks yeah. for that. Mm -hmm. That lighting. I wonder if anyone has cracked that yet, has been like, we are not going to do fluorescent downward-facing lighting. 
don't we're going to do a Probably. nice milky um bronzy light that comes from behind the mirror i'm what sure about i'm sure that like some nice department stores do that maybe it's been honestly so long since i've gone into a store and tried anything on i was about to say when's the last time you were in a dressing room oh my god <gasps> i haven't bought anything in a really long time i can't remember i miss it i miss it miss being alone in there I haven't gone shopping with a friend in a long time. Maybe we should go shopping. I would love that. I've, I feel like you n- are always not buying things. I know. I'm currently not buying things. So yet how when I say, we... what if we went shopping? I'm like, maybe I am buying things. You know what? Things change. You know okay? I'm a, People I'm change. I'm very quick to quit things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually hold anything. I would love I to go shopping. I don't like going shopping alone. Yeah. it's Well, my mom would always be like... He travels fast as two travels alone. Like, she only ever wanted to go shopping alone. And then she would come back with things and we would be like, well, you can't wear that. Right. <laughs> I think you have to go with a friend, but you have to go with a friend who's honest. Yes. Because those salespeople who are going, oh, my God, you look so cute. You look literally to die in that. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It's because I believe them every time. I'm going, I know, right? Oh, I know. <laughs> Same. I'll believe any compliment. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Like walking down the street, someone says something nice to me. I'm like, oh, well, (laughs) queen of the world. (laughs) Okay, so what was your heart? Oh, fuck. Did I talk about the veggie sandwich I had? No, because we know this was, this is so dumb, but it was so not dumb. It was kind of life changing. Are you ready? I'm so ready because I've been really in a veggie sandwich mode. So tell me everything. I love a veggie. I love a hippie dippy sandwich. Oh my god! This entire episode, (laughs) other than the thirty minutes that we've already spoken, is going to be all about the vegetable sandwich. Yeah, let's go. So I love, you know, not too dense of a bread, but like obviously like very seedy and whole grainy, but like almost the one you bite into it and it's been toasted. You're like, oh, it's so much lighter and like moister than I thought. Yeah. Not an Ezekiel, but was, looks I like was an about Ezekiel. To say it's not an Ezekiel, exactly. Looks no. like an Ezekiel. I mean, I would also always do a do a sourdough from like a some some bakery that was local. Um, this had a really good like spicy mayo on oh, it, like a chipotle mayo. Kind yes, of a yes, thing. it is. It's always mm-hmm. a chipotle mayo. It's a chipotle mayo for sure. Uh, sprouts, obviously. Yeah. No vegetable sandwich <laughs> shall. Not cross paths with a sprout. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thinly sliced tomato. Mm-hmm. And here's where we're getting interesting. Then there was some thickly cut, not th- super thick, but like nice and snappy cheddar, like okay. shiny orange cheddar, which yes. is a, another class. So we're just classic ingredients. Oh, some sh- shaved carrots yeah. that were like well seasoned, mm-hmm. not too pickly. Then there was these, like, perfectly the same, cut the same size as the bread. Yeah. Like this, like the square size of a bread, of the, of the bread. And, like, maybe a quarter inch thick, half inch thick slices of jicama. Oh, As whoa. almost like the meat Did not part. see that coming. Oh, Raw no. Raw jicama. Raw jicama. Whoa. Where is the sandwich from? Let's give them a shout out. It's from the restaurant. I think it's called As You are at the Ace Hotel in Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Hickama unseasoned raw. Yes. Wow. I'm not so I maybe the hickama wasn't on the bottom. Maybe the cheddar was on the bottom. Maybe the hickama was like sandwiched in between 
some cheddar, but it was like the jicama was like the quote unquote meaty part of it. But it was so light and refreshing. Oof. Oh, there was also obviously avocado on it. Yeah, you cannot have a vegetable Jesus sandwich without Christ. either avocado or hummus. Mm-hmm. You just have to have something that has that. Fat. Yeah, that yeah. fat and that kind of like mm, nah, texture. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It was oh my God. so good. I've never, I feel like I only, in my mind, when I see jicama, I see it as a crudite. I love a jicama. And I love a jicama. It's such a special, wild flavor. Also, do you feel like it leaves your mouth with like a powder coat? Kind of. Yeah, it's so wild. Yeah, that is. You would never think that it would do that. Yeah, but there it is. Delightful. Had it in a slaw recently. Spray in a slaw. Surprise. I've, I've never, have you ever bought and cooked jicama at home? Not cooked, used jicama at home? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like that's, that, that outer layer, the skin seems like difficult. Yeah, but it's actually more satisfying than trying to do that to like a similar thing. Is it like peeling a carrot or is it like peeling butternut squash? It's, okay. Oh, wow, 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 wow. I don't use a peeler. I, maybe I peel, it's way easier. It's the skin is really thin like oh, a carrot. okay. And it's okay. not heavy and it's like a knife just goes right through it. It's like oh, light. I mean, it's heavy, but it's right. not like butternut squash. It doesn't have that leathery. Because like peeling a butternut squash is one of the more frustrating things you oh, can do I've in a kitchen. Oh, I've never done it. I just I, cut around it. Yeah, I guess. Well, I'll usually, yeah, I'll usually leave the skin on, cut it in half, put it in the oven, and then like, use a spoon. Yeah. Okay, on the vegetable sandwich thing. News Bar is one of my favorite places in New York. I highly recommend everybody go. It's on University between 12th and 13th. It's like an old New York style institution. It's so fucking great. Their vegetable sandwich, they have a vegan one and not vegan one. Of course, I don't go for the vegan one. Okay. Cheddar. Mm. Pickled shallots. Wow. Sprouts. Mm-hmm. Avocado. Mm-hmm. Very thinly sliced cucumber. Okay, interesting. Good. And all that kind of bread. And that's it. It's very plain but very satisfying. Is there a mayo on it? What is on the bread? What is on the bread? Yes, I think uh, what I want there to be on the bread, I'm not sure if this is true, but I'm just going to say it. I want like a dill aioli. Ooh, wow. Or like, you could just go for a garlic aioli or even like a... Hmm, I'm imagining like a, a chev. Like, oh no, but you already have the cheddar in there. Um... Hmm. But yeah, it's got to have something on the bread. Yeah, I think you do. That's the thing with a vegetable sandwich. It's like, it's not juicy enough. I think there's also tomato in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, I went to a sandwich place the other day that was very good. Our friend Anna brought us there, Anna and John. Um, And I got the vegetarian sandwich. The cheddar was shredded. But like freshly shredded. So it was a choice. It wasn't like like we ran out of the block. Yeah, it was a very, then you could like smush the sandwich in a whole other way. Interesting. I like that. I like the way that like cheddar shredded will like piece clump together. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Be really satisfying. Okay, there was this place that is gone now, but it used to be just like a kind of hippie, weird, n- generic name juice bar on Houston. Mm-hmm. It was on the south side of Houston. Houston, and I think between like Broadway and Lafayette, or maybe between Lafayette and Elizabeth. La- yeah. Okay. And it was like you walked downstairs. It was like... Wait, La- oh, sorry, Lafayette and Ma, whatever. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and it... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I know what you're talking like about. It was called like Natural side. Deli yes, or something. totally. And it was down in like the garden level, basement, like little space of whatever. 
And they made this veggie wrap, okay? Gosh, she's and getting tears know, in her eyes. I mean, it had, this is why I think this hippie sandwich at, at As You Are really touched me so much so that it is my heart. Uh, it was the Chipotle mayo. I think this other place used a Chipotle yeah. mayo, and I was like, it tastes like this veggie wrap that I still think about to this day. Are you sure it's not still open? Yeah. Okay. Um, but here was the thing. It didn't really have anything in it. Like, I very uh, clearly was like, this is not actually healthy in any way. It's just, <laughs> only, it's, it's like uh, lettuce, iceberg lettuce, tomato, maybe some carrots, yeah. sprouts. It was in a wrap. Yes. It was in a whole wheat wrap, yep. which like is... Might as well just eat five pieces of bread. It's, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, but like, t- and also tastes like great. Yeah. Because you know, it's yeah. just flour. It's like... Brown flour. Yeah, it's a crepe that's been laid out to dry for a long time. <laughs> Precisely. Avocado and really, really thinly sliced American cheese. See, you're an American gal. Every now and then, American on a sandwich I know, it's will just... lend some like a creaminess that's very unexpected when you're used to like... I just can't stand American getting this bad rap. No, Sometimes it's... cheddar is too waxy. I, I totally hear you. I want to like cheddar. My taste buds just don't. You want to like American. I mean, American, American. Yeah, I love cheddar. Wait, okay, all right. I want to talk about an open-faced sandwich. I do, too. It's one. It's a full slice of bread. You haven't cut it in half. It's a full slice of bread. Maybe the bread is even untoasted because it's, like, that fresh. Here I go. Okay. You, ha- you take a chef, and you mix it with, like, every herb that you have. It has uh, tarragon in it. It has mint in it. It has parsley in it. Okay. okay, so not every herb, but some. A little bit of olive oil. Mm-hmm. You spread that chef on, and like, it's it goes on really nicely, like a very flat layer, not like lumpy where you're like, you're going to eat it and it's like going to fall off. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I'm thinking like chives chopped, a teeny dusting of chives. Okay. Thinly sliced tomato. Okay. And salt on top, and that's it. So it's a tomato sandwich. It's a tomato with, sandwich. With a lot of chefs. But it's open oh but it's open open face. Yeah. Don't you think that sounds amazing? Okay, I have something to say. Okay, that might what? upset you. Oh my god. What okay, what if you put radicchio on it? What? <laughs> that changes everything. Uh, yeah. Well, First of all, are we talking like what what month is the sandwich being served? Oh, this is like late August. Okay. So the, if the tomatoes are that good, I don't want the chef on it. Oh, you just want, like, tomato butter? No, I want tomato, tomato mayonnaise. Tomato mayonnaise. Yeah, but, like, I think... Okay, fine. All right. Okay, I'll extract the tomato. I mean, no, I'm no, making no. this up on the fly. It's... You know what? Kudos. Also, Ari came over for dinner the other night. We had a small dinner party, and Harry got tomatoes from the market. It's obviously way too early for tomato season, but they do a hothouse tomato. I felt like some of them were good and some of them were not great. But it's, like, it's... It, the flavor from a hothouse tomato is just different from the late summer... The tomatoes are literally splitting. I mean, bursting there's the nothing seeds. like that. Exactly. But, okay, wait. But here I am with my chef. Then I would just add some small lettuces on top. Yeah, that could be good. And, like, drizzle it with a bunch of olive oil. My hot take was, I'm not a big chef, girl. I'm not a chef. I'm not a big, like, goat cheese and herbs person. I okay, don't know. What if it, it was just basically like cream cheese with herbs? Yeah, I'd eat that. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking something that has that kind of... I want that smooth texture. Yes. But I do like Chef. I'm not going to lie. It's all Haters right. going to hate. I don't know why. Also, another phrase that I hate. Haters going to hate. Like, Ugh. stop. Ugh. Ugh, God. Um, all right, all right. I you love know, an open face. I love an open face. And I just want to give a shout out... <laughs> 
to a chive blossom. What part is that? The top? The top. It's like it's a yellow? purple frilly thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> like what I, I said. said. Yep. <laughs> sure. So it's, it's like the flavor of chive, but like diffuse. Mm. It's like a cloud of chive. Nice. That in like a little salad. Yeah. Oh, so good. I love like a, a bite of something unexpected but disguised in a salad. An herb yeah. of some kind. Um, okay, here I go. Ready? I'm stepping up to the yeah. plate. Oh, yeah, the yeah, okay, open okay, okay. face plate. Yeah, okay. All right. I'm going like a, a whole grain sourdough. Okay. Yeah. Sli- sliced like it's a sourdough boule. So sliced it like in the middle, really, really thick. Yeah. Maybe just like, ooh, you know what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> not toasted, but like almost like grilled. Oh, God. But not too, not too. There's nothing better. Yeah, yes. nothing black on it. No, no, no. Like, yeah. But you can tell I leave. Just, just a kiss of the flame. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a kiss of the flame. A little heat. Oh, you had a fire outside. Did you... Really? When I was, uh, there was a fire in the trash can outside. Oh my god! The they came and they put it out. Wow. Well, FDNY, they're on my, they're on our block. Um, wait, I just had an idea. Do we need to rewrite the lyrics to "Kiss by a Rose" to "Kiss by the Flame"? Sure. Okay, let's do, let's do that. <laughs> Kiss by the flame on the grill. Because oh, then we can do the, like I go. You know how doesn't it like? Yeah. You can, he's like wait, in what's a round. that called? In a round. Yeah. Well, love it Kiss by a kiss. Kiss by a <laughs> um, On a flame. It doesn't make sense. Flame on a flame. Okay. Um, okay. Yes, we've got the flame kissed whole wheat boule that has been sliced like thickly. Oh, God. If it's. This is where I'm. Seasonal? Because the thing is, to me. How could I just beat a tomato sandwich if we're talking in August? But if okay, fine. If they're not available, let's take tomatoes off the table. All right, let's take tomatoes off the table. Um. Okay, maybe I do like. Okay, I'm going wild here. Some kind of like saffrony aioli. Whoa! I mean, too Hello. much. No, I'm loving it. So I'm like, it. then put little shrimps on it. Damn it! It has to be veggie. I mean, a saffron aioli, though, imagine a saffron aioli then with, like, really thinly sliced sort of pickled carrots. Like, that sounds, A, yeah. stunning. Yeah, it could be really good. Maybe there's, like, um, yeah, pickled carrots. And maybe it's not a saffron aioli. Maybe it's a, um, like, a wasabi aioli. Whoa, whoa, whoa where whoa, is she going? Whoa, whoa. She, this wrestling is hitting hard. I don't know. I'm really... I feel like I just got up at, um, I like, what's it called? An improv? I like just like stepped out and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I got I nothing. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know I what can't the get the, is. I can't, oh, get, shit. Yeah, yeah. I can't get the tomato out of my head. I'm just seeing red. And just go with the tomato. Allow the tomato to become friends with other vegetables. Oh my gosh. I mean, the other ultimate veggie sandwich for me is like an egg sandwich. No meat. Yeah. Like with like sprouts, with all the other healthy things and also a fried egg. But I, but so when that egg is fried, I weirdly don't want it runny. I actually want it like, act like fully. No. No. And I, I would, ne- I don't know when I picture it in my head, I'm like the runniness of it. It's possible that when it was put on, it was too hot. I don't like when avocado gets hot. Oof. No. 
it's grody. Once I went to a restaurant, they served fried avocado. They serve so hot avocado sad. some places, and it's not okay. It's really gross. It's that's like it's not meant to be cooked like that. No, it's not. Um, but yeah, of course, an egg sandwich of any kind. Yeah, but that's not. We're talking hippie sandwiches. I know. Now, now I'm like, what? Then what are not, the other vegetables then, that are on it? No, we have to talk about hummus. We haven't even like we touched gotta... on like the reality of hummus. We haven't even touched on the importance of a thinly sliced red onion, a thinly sliced white onion, and like dip. Oh my god! I mean, I'm <gasps> obsessed. All of Tanad. Well, then we get into like Middle Eastern bliss. Oh my god! Have you ever had a sabich? Sandwich, yeah. my new favorite sandwich. Oh my god! Because yeah, it's, it's just incredible. Like the creaminess. This is a Middle Eastern like pocket sandwich. Guys, my eyes are literally rolling into the back of my head. I'm. It's <laughs> so good. It has like the main component of it is like roasted and really creamy eggplant. It's roasted within an inch of its life. Yeah. It's like it should be falling apart if you were to Ugh. try to pick up around by a corner. It by would like, a, yes, exactly. Yeah. The inside would fall out and you would just be left with a with ring. ring. Yeah. Oh, glory. <laughs> Glorious. Sorry guys, that is the chair. <laughs> um and yeah. a lot of tahini. A lot of, of tahini and I think a little hummus and but also they're like some spicy like shredded carrots and some you can do like some tabbouleh or the what's the one? I always get them confused not the one that's like grains the one that's like an Israeli salad that's like yeah. cucumber and tomato and parsley like a shepherd salad yeah well tabbouleh I think usually does have a grain okay wait am I right I don't know tabbouleh has a grain there's one a word that sounds just like that and it doesn't have a grain I know which is and the word they were looking for was maybe tip. also oh Tabbouleh. <laughs> um, we got some, it's like something bright and refreshing yes. and something cooked. And that is the context in which curly parsley does not bother me. Oh, great I point. feel like often it's curly parsley really, really finely chopped. Mm-hmm. So who's that curly parsley technically has the same flavor as flat leaf, but is like... It's way more intense. So much less appealing. Well, I just think of it as like a thing, it's there and it's on a round of orange. Oh, wow. I think it's there on a Seder plate. To me, it tastes like a Seder plate. Yeah, but it does. Way yeah, more does. so than flat leaf parsley. It's a, diff- it's a yeah. slightly different, more parsley flavor. I think it's just, the, apparently it's just the texture, but maybe you're right. Maybe it's more. Maybe you, like, eat more because they're curled and smaller, so then it <laughs> becomes more intense. Whoa. Um, wait, hold on. I was just on, okay, sabiche eggplant. Okay, but part of the joy of the vegetarian sandwich mm is the not cooking of it, right? Is the like, and I opened my fridge and I just sliced and then I- Well, you could pre-cook the eggplant, but yes, of course, you could pre-cook anything. Yes. It's it's also, it's cold and refreshing, you know? Yeah. The vegetarian sandwich. Yes, exactly. And it's portable in the sense of like, you have to have something on the outsides. Mm. You can't have the tomato touching that bread, of course, we all know that. Yeah. But like a big piece of butter lettuce around like a homemade mayonnaise, butter lettuce. And now I'm seeing turkey, but I know. Um it's you're not seeing I'm turkey. Like, what are the other what are other well mushrooms? Okay. Interesting. There was I think there still is a pot belly sandwich that, you know, they do end up putting it under the, the like broiler train, yeah. which I love. Yeah. Um but they use thinly sliced raw mushrooms and then cover them in like 
ch- cheddar or American. Oh, so they like get... And they get like... They're not cooked, but like, you know when... A little bit. Yeah. You know? It's like they've had enough grease, hot grease yeah. dripped on them that they become... Yeah. Really good. Really good. I just... I, like, to me, a, ve- a vegetarian sandwich... But it's, it's exactly as you're saying. It's the hippie kind. It's just a particular form of joy. It, a, I feel that I'm doing something truly salient and cleansing for my body. You're not, though. B, it tastes amazing. Yeah. They're so good. They're so good. But they're so good, I think, because they're like cheese sandwiches well often they don't put on enough cheese and then I'm like and could I have Excuse double me. the cheddar please <laughs> it's one great thing about my husband is he always takes off some of the cheese on his really? sandwich and I'm like oh wow <laughs> give me that so when he orders a burger does he order just a, a burger no, no no he gets a cheeseburger but it's it's usually with a sandwich when I think some places they just like I'm literally just ham. ordering the sandwich for the cheese and avocado yeah it's obvious yeah also sometimes I will say with the sprouts it cannot be more than a half an inch of sprouts. No. Like when it's an inch or two inches thick of sprouts, I'm like, I know they can compress down. They can. But I, 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 it's too hairy. Once again, we're back to that artichoke hairs. Yeah. Yeah. It is too hairy. What if you did like a Brussels sprout? Okay. Like a really finely, 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 finely. Like I feel like excited about this okay. right now. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm working this out as we're talking. Okay. They were in the wizard. You got your Brussels sprouts. Okay. Then you toss them with oil and like vinegar and Parmesan, but like big grated Parmesan. Okay. Okay. So I'm basically talking about like a salad. Yes. But then, fuck, what are you going to put with that? Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. So this is like, maybe there's some like roasted Red pepper. Oh, interesting. I feel like it's because you're kind of almost going Italian, yeah. but like, like antipasti kind of. In, yeah. Like, I don't it know. Just happens to just, so it happened to be on a piece of bread. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's a, like a big, thick, like juicy piece of mozzarella with that. Yeah. I think a mozzarella Brussels sprouts could be really good. Mm. But but and with that, I would go like totally straight up mozzarella, not buffalo, just like straight that kind of like. Milky, like, doesn't really have a flavor, but, like, has a texture. Yeah. I love, I do like a Brussels sprout salad, which is very surprising to me, because I don't like brassicas raw. You love cabbage. cabbage. (laughs) I do. And so do I. I Yeah. I was thinking about cabbage. Raw cauliflower. It's like people who eat raw cauliflower or raw zucchini. Or raw broccoli. Raw broccoli. It's, it hurts my head to even think about. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, it's very strange. It just tastes like sadness. It's, yeah. This is the thing that tastes so good when you just, you don't, like, you don't have to fry it. You can just, like, steam it for one second. Yeah. It just, and it's easier to digest. Yeah. Oh, way easier. Sorry, I'm coming back to my chef's sandwich, and I suddenly realize that what I actually want to do is blanch, blanch asparagus, mm-hmm. and then slice it on a mandolin oh god and then you have grills of asparagus on top of this beautiful thing of yeah of chivy chivy but it's not but it's not okay i want something that's between a cream cheese and a chef right it's like yeah maybe it's some kind of like you know farmer's cheese yes yeah yeah i go loosely you know we just made this morning yeah you know what i'm gonna say yes and so imagine there's also like some like young Pea, like freshly picked peas and like pea oh, tendrils yeah. and like 
Ooh, I feel like recently I did have an open face sandwich that had like, or maybe it was just a ricotta little thing that had like spring peas or like snap peas on it. Mm. Really good. Very nice. You could even have a ramp in there, but not too many. Just more of a relish. Well, I was putting the chives on top of the cream cheese. Mm -hmm. In which case you don't need the ramp. We made a ramp pesto the other night. It was good. I thought it was really good. It was interesting. It's like, so I was saying to Ari that every single recipe that I looked up they didn't use any of the bulbs, which I think is oh, right. so weird. I'm just like, the bulb is where the flavor... I mean, the, the leaves are very nice. They're flavorful. They are flavorful. They're the definitely leaves, flavorful. But it's not like the bulbs. Yeah. Can't compare. Maybe that's why they weren't using the bulbs. I don't know. Maybe, because they were too intense. Exactly. But I had made ramp pesto... The, well, sorry, I didn't make it. It was jarred that I used the night before. And you I used thought, a jarred ramp pesto? We were given a gift... What? Okay, and she's just going to leave it at that, folks. No, no, our, um, my in-laws were at Blackberry Farm. Oh, nice. And they brought us back a bunch of like cute little jams and jellies, and okay. they know we love ramps because during the pandemic when I was living with them, like first day of spring, I was in their backyard, and I was like, there are ramps here! And if no one no one in Connecticut knows what a ramp is. <laughs> so I went, Sending out Why? the power call, ramps, ramps, Yeah, ramps. someone in Brooklyn was like, I hear the call! <laughs> Uh, so yours was, I mean, this was fine, but, but also, but it's like, so it was, it's not like, oh, it was canned a million years. No, it hence. was beautiful. It was, hence it was that way or this way. Is hence before oh my, or after? Oh my God. I don't know. I mean. 10 years hence. Huh. Wow. It's and these before, are two people who studied before. Shakespeare. It's like since. Yeah. Okay. Right. Anyway, so it wasn't jarred 10 years hence. No, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I think that I tossed it with maybe too much. Maybe the pasta was too hot because Mm -hmm. I just, it was, it it became kind of, um, it cooked tasting and I never want a pesto to be cooked tasting. Yeah, exactly. Right. You want it to taste. I know. I mean, that's why like a cold pesto salad, cold pesto pasta salad. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. You know what I don't like on a veggie, Italian veggie sandwich? Because those are their own category. Absolutely. Which, like, let's just dip in a toe. We're getting close to our time, but we should definitely dip a toe into the Italian category. Well, yeah, have at it. Well, I just, I did have a particularly bad just caprese sandwich the I other day. I was just <laughs> thinking about how pale the tomatoes on one of those sandwiches are. Woo! Literally, they're pink. Yeah, they're white. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> and dry. Yeah, and so dry. And the mozzarella is dry. Everything is dry. And then the tomato has left an imprint in the mozzarella Oof. when you pick up the bread because mm-hmm. you're like, well, I don't want these tomatoes anymore. And you pick it up and it's just like a tomato imprinted piece of mozzarella. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. They can, they can be really bad. They can, however, also sometimes be like the order at a place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. if you're going to a fucking panini press place. Yeah. I mean, well, I, my theory is like done well. There are a few <laughs> things better. The problem is they're rarely done well. Yeah. One of the most memorable meals of my life mm. was I was in Rome and I went to a shop, like focaccia shop, and they were making sandwiches. Oh, and tear has I come. had it was smoked mozzarella, uh-huh. prosciutto, uh-huh. and artichoke hearts, and that was it. And I don't understand how they did these artichoke hearts because, first of all, they weren't fucking pickled. Mm-hmm. They weren't like sour. They were just 
like they had been like preserved in oil. Wow. And they were cut in such a way that like the sandwich wasn't like an unwieldy weird thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a fucking smoked mozzarella. Oh my god. Wow. What a flavor. I mean, your fingers will literally smell of smoked mozzarella for it two is, weeks it afterwards. Is. It's and very totally intense. It. It's very, very intense. intense. I had never had it before. I want to say that's that's a type of smoked mozzarella. Whatever. I don't know. I remember my college boyfriend. His family always had smoked mozzarella, and I was like, "What mm. is?" I had never seen it before. Oh my god. I don't. I feel like it's like a weird New York. I thought it was a weird New York thing, but apparently, someone in Rome is doing it. But Where like, were you? Yeah, it was in Rome. But like, can you picture? It's like a like a small brown ball. Yeah, yeah. But like, or it can be in like the shape of almost like a gourd. Yeah, I think that's like the low moisture one. Yeah. I mean, mm. God. Yeah. Okay, so, all right. So if you're at an Italian place and you're getting a vegetarian sandwich, what's, what's on the order? Let me tell you what's not on the order. Sometimes I feel like you go to these... This is like an Italian-American place that I'm envisioning yeah, right of now. Course, of they're course. like Vinny's, you know, they're just doing subs. Yeah. They're doing incredible Italian subs. Yeah. But their veggie one is like all of the stuff that they all... Because you know they sell antipasti there. Yeah. All the stuff from the antipasti bar. Oh, my God. I don't want... Tiny pickled mushrooms. mushrooms. <laughs> Nothing could be less good on a sandwich. I yeah, and I love pickles. But if you're gonna give me pickles on a sandwich or a sandwich primarily made of pickled vegetables, I need like just as much fat. Well, I was about to say, I think this is the problem with the Italian vegetarian sandwich is that it so quickly veers into an acid bomb. Yes, I'm like I don't want an acid bomb in a Sesame Hero. No. I like it has to be, and it's particularly for a cuisine that balances fat and acid so well. Yeah. In fact, often leans more towards fat, which I do as well. Mm-hmm. To then have the veg, it's almost a punishment. It's saying, well, you want well, to fucking vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. Here, if you don't need prosciutto, this is what you get, babe. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be two feet long. Yeah. It's going to be two feet long of nothing but, yeah, mm-hmm. of nothing but pickled everything that we had yeah. sitting in the case for the last four years. Yeah. And we're going to use our, the, the piece of bread, the hero that was at the bottom of the barrel. It's been there for two weeks. You know what I think you could add just to counteract everything a little bit? Um, anchovies. I don't know. I don't know about that, to be honest. Mm. I don't mind, but I don't mind. Oh, God, fuck. I love an Italian sandwich. And that's not a vegetarian sandwich. I know, but I was I was trying to sneak it in. You couldn't. Okay. Should a be. really well-seasoned. Okay, here I am. This is me chopping, um, what's the word? Iceberg lettuce. Okay. So, Iceberg I saw or like, it. yes, you saw it. Or like a, a watery romaine. You're tossing it with so much salt and vinegar and oil and acid. That's the bed. Here I am. I'm <laughs> opening up my big old hero and it's like laden with that. Okay. Then, okay, I'm laying some anchovies on top. We don't have to tell the vegetarians. They're all pescatarians anyway. It doesn't matter. They're not. Okay. Then, mm. okay, I don't want to put on peppers. I'm not putting on peppers. Okay. I, I respect um, that. And I'm not putting on cheese. This is, it's a pescatarian. It's for somebody who's allergic to dairy. Um, okay. Wow. Okay, you're, okay, you're, okay. uh, um, you're wild. I'm totally lost. I'm like, maybe that's just the sandwich. Just, just. <laughs> it's not just the sandwich. I feel like. You, <sighs> okay. You can't do a carrot. You can't do a cucumber. No. I don't want a pepper. I don't want a tomato. Do I want fennel? No. I mean, I always want fennel. Fennel would be great in the sa- any sandwich. Yeah. Add fennel to anything. Oh, I'm I'm grating some lemon zest on top. Yeah. Okay. You are. You are. Um. Fuck. What else is in? So right now, what kind of bread are we talking about? I I opened a hero. You opened a hero, of course. Okay. Here's my caveat. Yeah. Or what is maybe? If it if it's gonna be like an anchovy situation, 
I need a lot of butter. I it like mm. I need to go French. Interesting. Is it like some kind of like Italian aioli? I think what I'm actually getting at is this basically a Caesar salad that's <laughs> that's in a hero. You know what I'm I I totally get that. Like I so often with sandwiches, burritos, things that involve like dressed uh, chopped vegetables. I will like, I don't need the protein. The joy is actually yeah. the fat, the carb, and the veg, and the like, the kind of vinegar, vinegary like vegetable. The interplay of the carb with the vinegar and the fat, and mm-hmm, the fat mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. the sort of like falling apart nature of a thing. I just realized we're going to our 15 year college reunion tomorrow, and if the burrito cart isn't there, oh God. What burrito cart? Oh my God, did you never go to the burrito cart in New Haven? Oh, no, you're joking, right? Where was it? It was on the corner of. Yeah, I remember it. But I feel like, was it not there all throughout grad school? Because I remember it in the early days and not later on. I mean, it was always there. I just think, like, we never wandered far enough over. I went to, like, you know where all the cars park? This is boring for everyone. All the cars No, that was a... There were, like, a bunch of food trucks by the water. No, 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 no. Not down there. Oh, yeah, but they had really good food trucks over there. Well, if anybody's in New Haven, try for the burrito cart and also the food trucks. Okay. I do think that we have to go. Okay. But I do want to just... Say green goddess dressing. We didn't even talk about, but like that is that's like probably the hero of the vegetable I can't sandwich. Believe, we can't even release this episode. I don't think we're talking about hippie sandwiches, and it took you till took us oh, yeah, to the last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, wow, just an all green that's sandwich. What, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, exciting times, guys. Really exciting times. This is the summer of the vegetarian sandwich. Oh my god. Wait, that's like the Italian weird new age Italian sandwich I want with like really, really good mozzarella oh, and like yeah. everything green. Totally. Because like everything green surrounding like a thin white layer of like perfect buffalo mozzarella. Yeah. Wow. And like peas. I need like a pop of a pea. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, we'll see you next time. Maybe for more about Green Goddess. Oh yeah. Let's do that. Dressings? Dress. Let's talk about dressings next week. Let's do it. All right. Ciao, everybody.